And we're back. Behind the Birds podcast. We're back. All four of us. Donnie's here. Jay's here. Nader even made an appearance. You can take away from his Yale studies today. I got the it, first name drop. Let's go. I did it in the order. That's on my screen right now, Donovan. Don't feel special. Max, that was a big mistake, giving him the first name. Drop. I really should have thought gonna about let that. I'm never going to let that down now. No, no, no. Be quiet. I'm still introducing the whole podcast. Um, when's the last time we were back after that um, heartbroken loss when we all thought they were actually going to beat the Buccaneers and realized so, that Tom Brady is light years ahead of anybody on the Eagles? From what I remember, the Eagles made the playoffs and then they suspended the NFL season. So we haven't really potted since then. Yeah, so basically, if you live under a rock, the Rams won the Super Bowl. Don't really care. Has nothing to do with the Eagles. We're an Eagles podcast. Although, although podcast. the one thing I will say is that it's very lame to see Sean McVay win a Super Bowl. Yeah, but good to see Matt Stafford. McVay's a absolute loser. coward. McVay's a huge loser who could never beat Doug. Actually, I think he was winless against Dunk Peterson. Yeah, but he never right? beat Doug Peterson. No, he including beat Doug. including we, when uh, no, they got that one. Remember that week? They beat us week two of twenty twenty of the abysmal twenty twenty season. They did. Yeah, we got. Oh, smoked, they did. Though. They Jared did. Goff, yeah, we got like, smoked. When, like, Jared Goff was like we got thirty smoked. and thirty one. Right, I forgot about that week. Yeah, he's right. Well, I mean, because we we beat them with Hurts. In no, a normal no, year, though. That work. was no fans. Doesn't count. No fans. Doesn't count. Um, but not the point. Rams won the Super Bowl. Nobody really cares. We're an Eagles podcast. Um, and I guess we're now we're on the free agency now. It's kind of nuts. Yeah. I mean, right we love this point. part of the. I love the offseason personally. The offseason, yeah. It, I mean, I mean, it, it's going to be like a long month because what free agency opens what the seventeenth. March, yeah, it's, March it's pushed. It's pushed back a little bit because yeah, the, they put a those, month. Yeah. Legal tampering, I think, is like the fifteenth, like and then they the seventeenth free agency opens. We got a month, about a month. Yeah, that's nice. Then after I mean, this that, is the, know, this is the dead part of the off season. So this is the dead. Once you hit March, everything starts to speed up. I mean, even the combine starts in March this year. Combines will March second. Yeah, like March first. The first. I know it ends the seventh. I think it's the first to the seventh. Yeah, it's gonna be. I might be. I might be going to that. Jay might be some fun. I mean, we uh, heard. Could be some fun. Maybe uh, we'll see the the hosts of the of the uh, Inside yeah. the Birds podcast. We're gonna do a live podcast in Indianapolis for anyone who wants to come out. Uh, you're gonna see me on <laughs> NFL Network with my binoculars next to Howie. It'll be a fun time. <laughs> but Howie Binox. We'll we'll, uh, we'll hear Howie speak again. He'll he'll speak again. So. Yeah, he will speak again. One we'll last time for again. free agency when we sign Mike Williams and trade for Sean Watson, right? Oh my god! What did I say that? All right, um, let's. Uh, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Nader, Nader's, I'm getting to it. I'm Nader, getting to it. As, as the as the Sean Watson hater on this podcast, I'm. I just had to. Let's segue okay. to free. We're free, we're, we're segueing I mean, to look, free agency. Do you guys want to talk about? Yeah, let's do free agency first, and then we can we can talk about quarterbacks. Which uh, well, recurring... should you want to draft? Nader, should we make a nice little draft? Yeah, so uh, that's I a great wait, Max. That's a great idea. Thank you. I forgot whose idea it's not this like was. I, thought of it. I think it's Jay's. Pretty positive, uh, it was Jay. Definitely not Donovan's it idea. Was, it was my. I was just gonna say. Okay, that's fine. Whoever's idea was not doesn't really matter. The point Jay is, Jay was going to mention. All this is going to be on Instagram, so I'm going to make my triumphant return to Instagram. With I also this post. have not posted within a month, so this is but a month. I haven't posted. It's freaking October. <laughs> 
I've been out. I do the amount of comments and DMs I get saying where are you at, and I post my Jalen Rager thing. Everyone's like, "Oh, so this so you make your return?" I was like, I'm "Not really making." Yeah, bro. First of all, we don't have to go on the Rager end, again, hate, but yeah, I that's a good Rager. way to make the We're return. Pro Rager like, here. I hate. Oh, I hate. Yeah. I hate people who big I hate announcement. Pages who I'm not pro Rager. I'm definitely not pro Rager. I don't like. I'm not, I'm not gonna get mad at him for going stops, back to his hometown in Dallas. Oh my god, he's a yeah. Cowboys fan. He goes to Dallas. I, I think I think picking Jalen Rager. Official BTB position is that we're rooting for Jalen Rager and we don't bully him like the what rest of the What am I supposed these, to do? Not root for the Eagles yeah, player? This, this weird the the weirdo fan base who who's bullying Jalen Rager. We are anti that. So this official BTB position, we are anti bullying yeah, Jalen Rager. Gonna, it's, it's just so stupid dumb. to me. Think about this though. Marcus Smith had no stats his rookie year. Imagine, imagine the reaction Marcus now Smith. with Twitter, like with like Eagles social media. Being What's he doing these days? Now. Marcus Smith actually contacted me a while ago when he was on the Eagles for like posting stuff for him. I don't know where he is. All right, subtle flex. Let's uh, let's draft. Yeah, what can I say? All right, so basically, <laughs> order. explain order? the rules. Yeah, Jay, you got an order for us? Pick an order. Any yeah, order. I don't have an order. Oh, Jay's go. in charge of the order. Oh, great. Right, fine, Here's I'm in charge game. of the order. The I'm in charge of the order. Here's the game. It's basically a snake draft with All right, free so agents. basically we're doing a snake draft of free agents. Most likely we, free agents or who we'd want to sign. It's, Most it's likely. Like kind of both. Okay, Most fine. Yeah, yeah, so, so we're not, touch, so we're not, realistic, we're not touching Devontae Adams. Adams. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 yeah, let's, yeah. let's do That's, most let's do let's do most likely then. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I, I would rather that. No Devontae Adams. Okay. Are we including trade candidates? No, no. No. No, just no just hands. regular free agents. Just regular free agents. Oh, actually, we could do let's we could do a separate we could do a separate one after this one or two rounds on quarterbacks. Of trade quarterbacks only. Okay. Of, of drafting like the top twelve most likely quarterback options for the Eagles next year. Yeah, yeah, I'm down with that because we're going to talk about quarterbacks. We'll, we'll anyway. reverse order for that one. We'll do okay. for this order. Um, this you guys order, are I'll... you guys are getting to see how or I guess here how the magic happens around here. Yeah, there's no planning. Right, so no, we get three picks. No so we get three picks each, right? Yes. We're doing three or five. Three. 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 So it's yeah. All right, um, Donovan, I'm thinking of number one through ten. What's the number? Seven. Jay. Four. Nader. Six. Oh, well, six. Nader. Hey! First. Nader gets bullshit. first. Donovan gets second. Jay gets third. I get fourth. All right, I'm starting. Yep. All right. Well, I have not thought about this at all, despite knowing that this was our plan. So <laughs> we talked am, about this. We did. I'm taking a little scroll through the impending free agents, and I'm going to land on. Ooh, I'm going to take one, and I think you guys are going to be upset that I got this pick. I'm going to go with uh, Juju Smith-Schuster. One that's been mm. consistently linked to the Eagles last that's year. That's right, and so I don't. Yeah, quickly I'll I talk thought for about sure him. we were going to get him. I don't Gosh. think he's. Like, I think we were. Right, I think the agent. I think it was agent driven. He he's a bigger body, and like I think the Eagles would prefer to put somebody next to Devonte Smith that isn't a hundred and sixty pounds, um, or however I forget what his weight is one eighty what seven whatever it is. I think they would prefer to put somebody next to, to uh, Devonte who's not a twig. Uh, and Juju's a bigger body. He's definitely not an electric wide receiver, but this was a one-time second round pick. Mm-hmm. Somebody who's had some amount of success in the NFL has his concerns and is not, you know, an elite wide receiver by any means, but, uh, somebody that the Eagles, if they could get on cheap, um, would, would, I think be happy to add. And like Max said, they were linked to Juju last year, uh, whether or not it was true, the Eagles came out and said it wasn't, but whether or not it was true, 
at least there seems to be some smoke there, whether or not the agent thought that they were a potential fit or what. Uh, so I think that's, that's who I'm going to take my first pick. And I do think they'll look to address the wide receiver position in free agency after taking a receiver in back-to-back first rounds. I think they'll be sort of hard pressed to justify another high premium pick on a receiver. So Juju Smith-Schuster. Interesting. Donnie, let's hear your pick. All right. Well, as I was scrolling through the impending free agents for 2022, you know, I'm going to go with Anthony Barr from Minnesota, little Jonathan Gannon, you know, little uh, reference there where he spent, what was it? I think it was his first four years or something like that of, of Barr's rookie deal. Got, uh, Gannon was the assistant defensive backs coach or something like that. Yeah. Defensive assistant. Like He's assistant coach, something like that though. But um, I think it's obviously a better situation than Eric Wilson last year coming from Minnesota, but um, you know, I think I think Anthony Barr, I mean, if they don't go the linebacker route, which I don't think that I still don't think they will in round one or round two, I think that getting Anthony Barr on the team, veteran linebacker, would uh would be good. So I'm gonna go Anthony Barr with my first pick. Um, all right, Justin. Justin That's weird. That's weird. Come on, Justin. You didn't, didn't like that one, did you? <laughs> My, my my government name. <laughs> All right, Maxwell. So, Maxwell's after Justin. I'm gonna go with the safety position, and I'm God, debating now who it. I want to say. But you know, I know who he's. Saying. I know who he's gonna. Say. Donovan and Nader kind of played safe. I don't know. Go, I don't know. I'm gonna do that. I don't think I'm I played it safe. I don't I'm think. I'm gonna go I'm big just... bucks. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna go big bucks. I'm gonna say Marcus Williams. Damn it! Oh, okay. And I'm gonna you. say. So here's why I'm gonna say it because one. They suck at safety. They really suck at safety. Like Anthony Harris is bleh. Rodney McCaw is bleh. Tavon Wallace is bleh. Like double bleh. Uh, they actually have some money to spend this time around. And usually when Howie has money, he wants to make one big splash. Like I guess he made two big splashes that one year with with uh, Slay and Hargrave. But then before it was Alshon Jeffries. So what it was like to make like one big splash. Uh, this kid showing off a, a paper cut. Um, his boo-boo. Um, so I'm going to say they're going to sign Marcus Williams. The Saints have like negative a million dollars in cap space. Yeah, I understand that he's like brought back Dennis Allen. So like there's some continuity there, but I think Williams is going to hit free agency. Obviously you're going to, you get to make him the highest paid safety in football. Is that an overpay? Probably. Who cares? You have the money to spend. He's on, he's like 20 something years old. I just think it makes the most sense. Like if you're going to spend any type of money, you should spend it at safety and why not go out and get the best player at the position? <laughs> yep. Fair, fair point. That's going to be my, one of my two picks here. So the first one is going to be DJ Chark. Big guy. We've been linked to him a few times. I don't know if like indirectly interested, but multiple writers and ESPN have listed us as potential fit for DJ. He's injured most of the year. I'm really not too concerned about explaining more into him. He's a very good receiver. would be a very good compliment to Devontae and Quez and Goddard and Jack Stoll. Uh, yeah, yeah, I threw that in there. You like that that's one? That's your boy. Yeah, just that's my boy. That is my Jack boy. Stoll, like, like, he does it every boy. time, and then he'll and then he'll like suddenly drop yeah, that. Oh, I'm like, gonna I toot my it. own horn because I was the one who said it last year. Screw you both, all three of you, actually. Um, and then for my other one, oh, Jay, what are you thinking about bringing back familiar faces? Deshaun oh, Jackson. Man. Nope. <laughs> Joe Flacco. 
What about Rasul Douglas? Wow. Rasul. Wow. Hey, listen. Wow. Rasul or Sydney could be it could be a play. I I assumed he would get re-signed in in Green Bay. He's a free agent. He could very well. But yeah. why not? He had a very good year. Not even wasn't even like a Tredavious or not Tredavious. What, what's his name? Trevon Diggs. Trevon Diggs. It's just he gets thrown the ball. Rasul actually played good coverage, made very good plays in the ball. He doesn't have to deal with our incompetent coaching staff anymore. Even though I always like Rasul. Eh. Who says no to a homecoming? I doubt Shoot. it actually happens, but why wouldn't I? I mean, I, I like the idea of it. That's yeah, not bad. Yeah. Yeah. That was, I was, that was interesting. So that goes yeah. now, it goes back to Jay? I, yeah, that goes back to Jay. I had to, okay. I had to, you know, throw something interesting there. So I said Marcus Williams first. I've talked about him like forever. Like I wanted to say Zach Pascal because like that just makes sense. But I'm going to say Braxton Berrios of the New York Jets. Mm-hmm. How are we? Mm-hmm. The Eagles have absolutely no, nothing, nothing at returner, like absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. Barrios is going to hit the free agent market because Douglas isn't going to pay him yet. Bring Jason him in. Hunt- you, Jason Huntley. Whatever. You sign him as a returner. <laughs> you sign him as a punt returner, kick returner. He's wide receiver depth. He's an okay player. Like, if you're going to spend in this scenario big money on Marcus Williams, so you don't have a lot of money to spend on receiver. Barrios kind of fits in full time slot return man. Correct. Steal Barrios a guy from Joe time, uh, Spent some time hanging out with Zach Wilson, Christian McCaffrey, and Travis Kelsey this weekend. Fun fact for you. Maybe we'll bring Christian McCaffrey in too. What do you know? Oh, yeah. I love IR spots. But yeah, uh, I'm going to say Braxton Barrios because I feel like that's a little different. Donnie. All right. Well, I'm going to stick with the realism here. And uh, I think I called this one like. I think a couple of months ago, actually, I've been linked to him a little bit. I'm going to go You've wide receiver. Yeah. Uh, well, no, I'm just, I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, no, I'm just saying if it happens, just know that it was me who put it into play. Okay, I'll, I'll I, give I you your credit if it happens. I'll give you your I controlled the narrative, okay? So I'm going to go Here. Will Fuller. I'm going to go Will Fuller. Oh, the wide you, you have, you've ew, been, ew. You've been clamoring for that for a while. I have been. I have been. Um, I, I really like Will Fuller, especially when he was in Houston. His, his last two years at Houston, in Houston, I think he had a 1,000-yard receiving year in between one of those. But I think big speed guy on the outside, opposite of Devontae Smith, six foot. You know, like I think, I think former first-round pick in 2016, I believe. Yeah, 2016. Um, I think, I think Will Fuller is the move and it's like, yeah, the injury, the injury issue might be a problem, but I don't think he'll one, I don't think he'll be that expensive. And two, uh, you can, well, you can get a one year deal out of him. And, uh, I think you could still use one of your first four picks on a wide receiver. So I don't think it's that big of a deal, but I think Will Will Fuller will, uh, and he's from Philly by the way. So that's another, it's another incentive. All right, my turn again. We're doing three rounds, right? Yep. Three rounds. Correct. So you got back to back, and this is your last two picks. And that's it. So Jay mentioned earlier, big splash Howie, as we like to call him around here. And I mentioned earlier the need that the Eagles have at receiver, how I think it's unlikely they tap into the draft for that position. I don't know if you guys are seeing what I'm alluding to here. But with my second pick, I'm going to take Allen Robinson. Oh, that was one guy. I thought about him. thought about that one. Now, I mean, he's going to be one of the priciest free agents in the entire market. It would require the Eagles to sort of break the bank. But I think if you look at what just happened with Stafford and the Rams, 
you know, surrounding Matthew Stafford, who by all accounts is a top 12, top 10 quarterback, but not an elite one. And you look at what Tom Brady was doing in Tampa towards the end of his career with Godwin, Mike Evans, and Gronk. And you look at some of these teams, the Chiefs with Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey, the Bills with Stephon Diggs. And you see that pairing your quarterback with elite receiving talents is what really good and smart franchises do. And I think the Eagles will be hesitant to, to sink another first round pick into a receiver. Like, like I talked about last time. And I think that if they're going to make a splash, it might make sense to say, Hey, let's give Hertz a year. Cause we've talked about this already, but Hertz coming back is the likeliest outcome. Let's give Hertz everything we can to succeed. See if he can be a Matthew Stafford type quarterback for us. Give him a big body, strong, elite wide receiver in Allen Robinson. See if that can elevate his game. And if not, it sets us up to have an elite offense the following year, whoever ends up being our quarterback and allows us to focus a lot of our defensive, uh, excuse me, a lot of our draft pick resources on defense. So Allen Robinson is my first pick. And the second one, because I just talked a lot, I'll go a little bit quicker, but uh, Gerard Davis, linebacker with the Jets. He was the first round pick in 2017, had an up and down tenure with the Lions. Jets signed him, thought he was going to be you know, a guy that could potentially break out with them. He got injured in the preseason and then uh, missed the beginning of the season, never really got into the rotation or group. They signed him for $7 million, so clearly thought that there was some potential there, but doesn't seem like he'll be going coming back. Uh, definitely a potential option. I think the Eagles could take a gamble, a one-year, like $4 million deal, and a guy with a lot of upside potential. If he busts, he busts. It's a one-year deal, uh, and the Eagles have not you know, really sunk resources in the linebacker position anyway, but his upside is there. First round pick, first round linebacker. So Gerard Davis is my last pick. So uh, my three were Juju Smith-Schuster, Allen Robinson, and Gerard Davis. Donny boy. I'm up. Okay. You're up. Last pick. So for the first two, I went Anthony Barr, Will Fuller, and linebacker, wide receiver. I figured for the third one, I have to go safety. Damn it. You know, and I'm looking at some of the safeties, you know, like Devin McCourty, no. Joe Hayden, eh, no. Marcus Williams already picked. Marcus May, Kyle Fuller, no. Quandre Diggs is even a possibility, but, you know, with the relationship with Slay. But I decided for my third one, I'm going to make a big, big splash. All right, so I'm going to go Tyron Matthew, okay? Big splash here. Honey bad. The best player on the Chiefs defense for the last two, three years now. I mean, he's pretty Chris much Jones. been the only, only. Uh, I, I would say, I would say Matthew's been been more of a contributor on defense. The best secondary know. player, I'd be like, oh yeah, uh, I would definitely agree. But I feel like uh, continue. Nick Bolton's pretty damn good this year too. He was good. He was good. Um, Keep going, low Donnie. Yeah, so I think you know they need they need to. Upgrade on the safety position really badly, especially if they don't do it in the draft in the first four picks. I don't think they will. Um, so getting the Honey Badger, if they re-sign Roddy McLeod or Anthony Harris, whatever, I we'll see what happens. But I think the Honey Badger in Midnight Green, it it would just look, oh man. It was an nice. interesting one. I don't even think about Tyran Matthew. I thought about it, but that's not who my safety was. Yeah, I decided I was gonna. I wasn't gonna make a huge splash, but I decided I'm gonna make one. So. All right, Jay. It's a pretty. It's a pretty nice splash. 
So first I went Marcus Williams and I went Braxton Berrios. I was thinking receiver again. I was thinking defensive end. I'm actually going to say running back here. Marlon Mack. I'm going to say Melvin Gordon. Oh. Oh, MG3. I'm going to say Melvin Gordon, and I'm going to say Gordon because – They're going to trade Miles you remember, remember, so I think you signed Gordon to like a two, three-year deal, a medium-sized bag. You know, he's your RB1B or 1A, whatever. He's better than Jordan Howard, and he's probably better than Miles Sanders in reality. You know, and my connection – well, there's some obvious connections here. Well, Gordon was in – Lost San Diego when Sirianni and Shane Steichen were there. And if you remember a bitty rumor a couple years ago when they first added Jordan Howard, Melvin Gore was on the franchise hat and they actually offered a swap. Because uh, at, that that. at that point in time, the Chargers were not going to extend Gordon at all. He was just going to play on the franchise tag, I think. Uh, the Eagles offered Jordan Howard and a pick swap for Gordon. So you know, there was some interest a couple of years ago. But I talk really fast, so just bear with me. Anyways, most people would agree that the internet has had a problem. Don't, don't right. mind. Don't mind that. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. Sorry, listeners at home. Oh, my God. So Are you good? Max is, sorry. Max is just watching TikToks. Or sorry. No, Nader. No, 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 I'm sorry. Nader's no, no, no. watching TikToks. I was TikTok. on Twitter. Oh, Twitter. I'm playing 2K. That, that was me. That was me. <laughs> oh, so Max is watching TikToks. <laughs> no, I was on Twitter. I, I like to be informed when I'm on the podcast. We like to break news on this podcast. Right, so, so basically, he just likes to be on his phone. While Jay. Jay. Anyway, Melvin Gordon. Shouldn't pay running back for like, why not? I feel like it's fun. I feel like it'd be a fun signing, like that a random be, Wednesday I would morning. Love to see, I would love to see the Eagles fans' reaction to that with him and Miles Sanders like in terms of random, oh, Sanderson's getting enough touches. That'd be kind yeah, of fun. A random Monday morning, like a, oh, two oh, weeks, a week into yeah. free agency, they sign Melvin Gordon. I feel like that would be a fun day. So I'm gonna say my so three. You guys just you guys the just run the like. the run the ball folks are gonna be going crazy if we have Sanders and Melvin Gordon, especially because a lot of Eagles fans just play fantasy and that's how they get their opinions on the NFL. So it's going to be a lot of, uh, yeah. So I'm going to say Marcus Williams, Braxton Berrios, and Melvin Gordon. All right, fair. So for my first two, I had DJ Chark. I had old buddy Rasul coming in here. And for my last one, I'm going to dip into the safety. And I thought Donnie might take him, but I realized he's not that well-educated. So I'm going with Terrell Edmonds from Pittsburgh. I like that one. Eight tackles oh, yeah. for loss this year, setting a career high. I actually like that one. I really like Thank that you. one. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Started every single game. Would be a good compliment to either Anthony Harris or Rodham Class if we decide to keep either of them. I'm a fan. I think he would work out pretty well here, personally. That's probably one of my favorite ones, to be honest Thank with you. Thank you. So, I honestly forgot he was a free agent. I'll be honest with you. I know. So did I. So I looked into the list. I honestly did not prepare for this at all. Um, but... So we have our lists. They will all be going on to Instagram in the next few days. So okay. if you want listening to the podcast, you'll see regardless. Mm-hmm. To all of our Ks of followers besides the one of us, uh, you'll see it. And Nader mentioned another good one. Since there's not like too much to talk about yet, because we don't really have any free agency rumors yet. We've had the quarterback debate, I think, probably every podcast since mid-October. 14 million times. Since probably every podcast since mid-October. Yeah. How about we do a nice? Two, how about we do years. a nice two round podcast or two round draft? 
of quarterbacks. Or do we want to make it three? We can make it three if you want to make it three. Uh, Let's go three. three. Let's go three. All right. So then we'll reverse order here. I'll start and then we'll go backwards for that. Okay. So is this this most likely Eagles starter? Yeah. Most likely Eagles starter. It can be, it can be even. Oh, I was going to include Jalen Hurts. Oh, I mean, he'd go first, I'd imagine. No. I mean, I feel like it's more, I, I guess we can exclude Jalen Hurts. I mean, we could talk about it now, right? Let's, let's quickly, before we draft, just talk about it. Like, I think well, a lot I think of us, it is your most likely option. I agree. With yeah. That, yeah. Prior to the season, we talked, I mean, prior to the end of the season, we talked about this extensively. Like, you know, if there was somebody out there that made sense for the Eagles to go after, um, the likelihood that they, that they use their picks, mortgage, some of the future sort of poured resources into the position was likely. The problem is nobody's really a clean fit. Doesn't seem like Aaron Rodgers is leaving green Bay. Deshaun Watson has serious legal trouble and doesn't seem to be interested in Philadelphia. Russell Wilson, maybe not interested in Philly, maybe is, but you know, that's I think only... he, it's also more Russell Wilson. Is he actually get traded? Right. That's that. And he's this also is a conversation the... we have every year. I feel yeah. Like. He's on the older side. So, you know, maybe it's not the time for the Eagles to trade for him. Those yeah. middle tier guys don't feel like good fits. There's not a ton of rookies. So we talked about this before, but it seems like the likeliest option is Hertz coming back next year, getting a second audition year. And when he probably is not as good as we were hoping, they move on from him after this year. But, you know, given that Hertz probably the likeliest option, we can still go through the draft and see if it's yeah. not Hertz. There's going to be, might well, be? I mean, if we're each making, there's 12 different guys. So there's going to be some, I, yeah, I was going to say some outside the box characters. Here's an idea for you. Who's starting at quarterback in 2023 for the Eagles? In that's, we that's can do a that for a draft, right? Twelve names. So we, we can do a a two year prediction draft. Who's starting for the Eagles? And I feel like that's a different podcast. You don't want to. You don't want to fold in the next. I mean, there's no if, point of doing 2022 and 2023. I feel like. No, I was hmm. saying. I was saying. Scrap 2022. We'll oh, just, oh, we'll oh, just draft, oh, 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 okay, for 2023. Well, draft predicting 2023. <laughs> okay. So Jalen Hurts would and, be in this and, one. And Hurts can be included. Up to you guys. Right. I mean, that's just... Okay, let's do that. I don't think we're going to get 12, like, realistically, we're not gonna get 12, like, two guys. We're going to say, like, Bailey Zappa at one point. <laughs> like, like, Marcus Mariota. Like, All right, like, I, I like Kobe, 2023 yeah. one. But, 2023 All right, let's do 2023. Reverse order. Yeah, so I'd start. I mean, mine's going to be pretty simple for just, like, most, like, I'm going to go to Sean Watson. That's, yeah. I feel like it's pretty. I don't really need to explain it. So Sean Watson, we've been oh, no. I I, I think Nader. I think Nader would really love you. Explain. Yeah, no. no I mean, been, listen, we've been linked to him for some time. I, like I, it's like to be clear. I, I Deshaun Watson, if he didn't have significant off the field problems, like probably would be the best fit because he's on the younger side. Yes, the, I the problem is he has twenty five pending accusations of sexual. Assault. And the deposition, so, I believe, is next week. Like, so we should find out more how that all folds out. Like, you know, there's two ways to think about this. Like, you know, if he's legally cleared, then what obligate, whatever. But the point is, like, I personally not interested. Uh, the Eagles probably interested. So in terms of this draft, it's not a surprising pick. And like, it makes sense for the Eagles timeline if you ignore all that, which is tough to ignore. But, you know, that's the tracks. All right. But I'm going Watson. Watson. You're going to Sean Watson. Most likely starter. <laughs> I'm going to say – I'm going to go rookie first. I'm going to say C.J. Stroud. There you go. That's that one. That's 2023 so, rookie. QB2. So in, this, in, this scenario, <laughs> in this scenario, the Eagles make a, a semi-large trade in this year's draft to acquire picks. In next year's draft, that might not be a first-round pick. That might be like a second and a third-round pick. Maybe it's two second-round picks. They, either way, they acquire assets and they use – 
those assets in that year and future assets and they use Jalen Hurts and they move up in the 2023 class. I'm going to say at that point, they take CJ Strap. So that's my first one. Okay, well, I'm also going to go – well, it's my turn, right? Correct? Just to make yes. sure. All right, well, I'm also going the rookie route, and I'm going with the guy I think who's a little bit better, Bryce Young. Mm-hmm. 2023, elite decision-making. He's got accuracy, ball placement. You know, doesn't turn the ball over that much. You know, I think – obviously, he goes to Bama, so he's a winner. So, um, I, Philly. Think, I think Bryce Young – what? It's from Philly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so – so I think, yeah, it's another, it's another incentive, you know, just like Will Fuller. He's from Philly, so he must be coming to Philly. So, um, yeah, so I think, I think Bryce Young, who's I think is a little bit better than C.J. Stroud, but I do really like C.J. Stroud. There's a lot of guys in the 23 class that I like. But, yeah, I'm going to go Bryce Young. All right, so I got two picks. Deshaun Watson from me. Yeah, I got two picks. The first one I think is easier with Bryce Young was probably my top guy on the board or one of my top guys on the board. So you guys hit the top three, I think, in likelihood. I'm going to go Russell Wilson. Uh, Just of the names left, I think he makes the most sense. Veteran guy that the Eagles presumably would have lots of interest in. It sort of feels like, you know, we'll talk about the Sixers at the end of this podcast, but it sort of feels like the Daryl Morey, James Harden inevitability. It feels that way with Howie Roseman and him trying to pursue Russell Wilson. Like we've heard these stories about how much the Eagles have loved Russell Wilson since 2012. And they keep coming every year. So Russell Wilson, we've talked about him before. I don't have to go into too much depth. He's my number one. My number two, I'm having a little bit more trouble with. I think it's possible they go with a rookie next year. But you guys hit the two top guys. And I don't really want to be predicting random rookies that I don't really know how it'll play out over this season. In a year's time, yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to go with um, maybe a a more interesting option. And I think Jay's floated this before, but how about a Zach Wilson? The oh. Eagles clearly were interested in him. Uh, I think it was Ian Rapport who broke that news prior to uh, the, the 2021 draft. He, he was, was like a guy right after the trade down. Yeah, he was one of those guys that they were looking to aggressively get up and take. The Jets weren't trading down from two. Uh, I think the I don't think he's more likely than some of those rookies that were already picked in this draft, but I think the Eagles might have some trouble getting to the top of the draft um, next year with there might be QB needing teams in front of them or teams that are unwilling to trade down. And they might not love all the guys. Like, I think they'll like Stroud and Young, and those guys will be top of their board. But outside of that, who knows if they'll fall in love with those guys. I don't think Zach Wilson's going to have a better year in New York this year than he did last year. It's, the Jets are sort of purgatory right now. They don't have many weapons. It's a disastrous offense. So I think there's a chance Joe Douglas, Tyre Roseman have a good relationship. I think there's a chance after this year, Wilson is still struggling. Howie calls up his friend Joe, says, let's swap Jalen Hurts and a second round pick for Zach Wilson. And to Joe Douglas, that make, make, make sense. Recoup some draft, value, uh, draft ammo, give up on a guy that seems like he's not working. Uh, Douglas might be fired by that point. So maybe the connection is not really... <laughs> that important, but I think yeah, the Jets he is, he is could, much time left. You know, we, we've seen, we've seen, we've seen teams give up on high drafted quarterbacks quicker. So uh, yeah. I think it's, I think it's possible a guy we know the Eagles like, so that's my second pick. All right, Donnie. So I didn't think I was going to end up going with this guy when we started this, but I think he's become like a little bit, I think Jay said it a little, a little while ago, but I think he's become a little bit underrated in a sense. I'm going to go with Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, 
James G. Yeah, he, I mean, he makes some throws that you just wonder what he's thinking. But like when he's when he's like when he's playing really well, like it's it's actually um, it's he actually plays really well. So, I mean, I think I think Jimmy Garoppolo might be a, the thing with Jimmy Garoppolo though is he's most likely going to get traded this offseason. So it would be a carryover into 2023. I'm saying. So I'm just predicting who would be the starting quarterback when 2023 hits. So if the Eagles decide to trade for him this offseason and he's a starter for 2022 and 2023, that's what I'm talking about. But, uh, yeah, I think Jimmy Garoppolo. Go with Jimmy oh, Garoppolo. choice there. Pretty indifferent I, on Jimmy G. I kind of like Jimmy G and I kind of don't. Yeah, we've talked like about Jimmy G a few times in the past few days, I feel like. I feel like he's okay. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be too upset. I'd be okay. I feel okay. I get it. Man, I'd like to see the crowd reaction to that. But I want the chaos. I love the chaos. Yeah, we love the chaos, Jay. Um, I'm gonna go. Okay, I thought about this for a while. For my second pick, I'm gonna say Kyler Murray. I I was thinking Ooh. about Kyler. I was thinking say, about Kyler. I I'm gonna forgot. say the Eagles again acquire assets in 2023 from this class and. And then, you know, Murray returns to Arizona for what would be his fourth season. Are you no thinking con- a midseason trade? Are you thinking a postseason? I'm saying, I'm saying that no contract extension gets done before this season and none is discussed until that offseason. Sounds a lot say- like James Harden's situation with the Brooklyn Nets. Hmm, James Harden, hmm. the Philadelphia 76. I'm going to say that after another disappointing season, because the roster isn't very good and the coach isn't very good. Kyler Murray and Arizona have figured out that they cannot, dis- they cannot discuss contract extensions. It's not going to work. And I'm going to say Philly makes a, a massive trade of first round picks. Jalen Hurts involved. That's and a cool one. I, I kind of like that one. And two quarterbacks with not a lot of time left on their deals swap places. Two former Oklahoma players swap places. Murray to Philadelphia. Hurts to Arizona. Murray signs a large bag extension with the Eagles. So I don't, I thought I was also going to uh, think Lamar Jackson, but I feel like he's more likely to resign in Baltimore. So yeah. I'm going to land on Kyler Murray because the, the situation isn't really something yet, but it's weird. They're weird. Huh. All right. I could see that. We'll see how that situation plays out. It's been a weird, weird two weeks for Kyler and the Cardinals. But how about this one, Jay? How about, how about a little blast from the past again? Nick Foles. You can say Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. Oh, my God. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I would never. I would never. I was deciding between if I was going to say Wentz or if I, or if I was going to say Tom Brady's going to unretire. Hello? Like, hello? <laughs> um, I was thinking but... Tom Brady and retire. I was thinking of that one, too. No, no. Um, so, first one I'm going to say is I feel like it's a safe option. And if he has Hurts, Jalen Hurts, I feel like there okay. are. I mean, we, we were just put this in the chat, but yeah. I totally forgot that he was, he was going to be one of mine regardless. <laughs> but it's like he has a few problems to fix. If maybe if they give him another weapon, too, he'll be fine. Hmm. And they'll realize maybe he can possibly lead us to a championship. Who knows? We'll see how it plays out next year. Because realistically, he's probably going to be the quarterback in 2022. And then for my back to back one. Jay, who was the Oklahoma quarterback who then transferred to as a top quarterback prospect? Jalen that would Hurts. be nope. That would be Mr. Spencer Rattler. Mr. Spencer Rattler. How about that one coming out of the blue? We'll see if he can uh, 
hopefully turn his his career around in USC as in South Carolina, not California, and talk his way into a first round conversation again next year. How about that one? I have, I have an interesting theory for Ryler because you yeah. know how Howie used to say like, oh, when they drafted Wentz, they looked ahead toward that 2017 class that they yeah. weren't very high on that one. Mm-hmm. So you have to assume that they always look ahead to the quarterback classes. They always have to know who's going to come out in a year. So obviously they had three first round picks this April. They probably knew, they probably knew a little bit about Spencer Rattler at that point. So I wonder, you know, maybe if they had eyes on Rattler a couple like this year, but obviously it didn't work out. Hopefully he yeah, matures. He he's, sucked, kind of a, he's kind of an idiot. He's kind of a not scumbag. an idiot. He's kind of a, he's very scumbag. cocky. He's a scumbag. He's a but goofball. we're going to hope. We're going to hope he matures. Spencer Rattler, that's cool. I think in my – so I'm up next, actually. Are you going to Are you going to explain why no, you said you're Rattler? Good. I was going between Rattler and uh, Phil Jerkovich. So I'm going to go one that's not very talked about. He's not even really talked about in the 2023 class. But he's a guy I know. He's a guy that I, people I know who, who like to watch a little bit of college. They know about him. I think he's, you think he's going to skyrocket up boards. Played a very impressive bowl game. Had a very impressive bowl game highlight. No. I'm going to say, who do you think I was going to say? DJ Ugalega. I was not going to say it's called TJ Ungalele. It's not Whatever. DJ Ungalele. That's not his name. I'm going to say Cam Rising from Utah. Yeah. Ooh, know, that's a good one. I've seen you on Twitter. Yeah, hype him up. So Cam okay. Rising is probably my personal favorite quarterback prospect of next year. Other than another one I like, doesn't matter, but Grayson McCall from Coastal Carolina. But I'm going to go with Cam Rising. He's right now in my top five quarterbacks of 2023. I think he has it. He reminds me of a younger Ben Roethlisberger because that man runs like a Mack truck. And he has a cannon. And he has a pretty sick mullet. I'm going to give him that one. Um, Just like me? No. So, obviously, it's hard to project the 2023 class. Obviously, we know Stroud. We know Young. You know, if Rattler isn't dumb. That was an an epic no. <laughs> if Rattler isn't dumb, he could probably be quarterback three. It's probably safe to assume the Eagles won't get a younger Stroud based on like how hard it would be to go get them. So, you know, I'm thinking more toward that middle of the first round. You think like 11 to 15, either they're picking there or they could trade up into there. So I'm going to say Cam Rising. I think he's going to rise up boards as the process goes on this year. So remember, watch Pac 12 after dark because that's my boy. Is it me Donnie. or it's Donnie? Donnie. Me? Donnie. All right. I'm going with Kirk Cousins. Oh, oh come on, Donovan. <laughs> wow, oh, come so on. I'm just kidding. I'm just, oh, my Why God. Someone go, kick this kid off the podcast. It was funny because we said this before the pod that he would leave if Kirk Cousins was mentioned. Yeah, yo. I mean, like, if Kirk Cousins is the Eagles quarterback <laughs> at any point, like, it's time to fold the franchise. Like, what are we doing? Are, are you kidding me? I uh, just wanted to I just wanted to do it for the memes. I'm oh sorry. my god! Right. It's Let's like, see your actual pick. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a little under the radar. So I watched a little bit of Florida football, and nice. Emory Jones. Okay, so Emory Jones played for a little bit. They started off strong. Florida did, and then towards the se- as the season progressed, they kind of struggled a little bit more. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Anthony Richardson. Six, six, four, something like that. Got a cannon for an arm, speed, size. I mean, I think he's going to – I don't think – as of right now, I don't think he's a first-round pick, but I think he's going to rise. So, I think this season with, with Emory Jones, like, I think, I think Anthony Richardson is going to get the start, and I think he's going to um, 
climb up boards. All right, that leaves me. I, I love the value I'm getting here. Uh, I don't know if it's an oversight or what, but I think that I don't think it's likely that the Eagles take a quarterback in this year's class, but I think it's certainly an option that let's say Pittsburgh calls up Howard Roseman. The Pittsburgh Steelers says, we'll give you a conditional second round pick in next year's draft for Jalen Hurts. Chance to turn into a first. Howard can kick one of his first this year to next year, maintain some flexibility. And take, and I'm gonna I'm coming down to the wire on which one I want, which one I want to choose of the this year's quarterbacks to be the guy I, I pick. I think I'm gonna say Kenny Pickett. I feel like that's the most likely option. Yeah, Kenny Pickett. He's, he's probably the best. He's he's from the area. I think he's South Jersey. South Jersey. The Eagles could trade up to get him. I don't, I don't know if they're going to fall in love with any of the quarterbacks in this class, but I think it's certainly possible they like a couple of them and are willing to, and, and have seen enough from Hertz to say he's not a franchise guy. Then again, they like his work ethic. I don't think this is a likely scenario, but the value, end of the draft, I like it, and I think that uh, really broadly any rookie quarterback this year is possible, but Pickett is the one I'll go with. Yeah, I mean, that wraps it up for our quarterback. I'm kind of surprised. I'm a little surprised. The name, I feel like I, I didn't know if he was going to get mentioned. I feel like he could have got mentioned. Was Gardner Minshew? I thought about it, but I just don't think there's any chance he's going to be one. Like, so here's like the scenario. Here's the scenario I was thinking with Minshew is one of those, you know, fake QB competitions. The random veteran starts four games, does as you expect, not good, gets pulled, and then the rookie plays, and it's like the hero of the season. Mm. Everyone loves to do that, except I guess the Eagles probably are going to do that that one year with Bradford. With Bradford, before I was he, about to say that. Before Teddy's knee blew up. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, I was going to make for the meme, but that's terrible. No, you should. I was going to go Mariota for the meme. I still think. I love my so boy like, so I didn't want to do it. So, so like, yeah, obviously there's going to be quarterbacks available. Like, Marcus Mariota. I think the twenty. I think the twenty twenty three quarterback classes is, is super de- super deep, super strong. I mean, on paper, we'll let the team play, and there's a lot of guys who could just say, "Oh, I'm gonna go back for my senior season." But like we know, like Young and Stroud are gonna leave, and Rattler's a senior. Guys like you know Jerkovic and McCall, those guys are seniors. Young um, Young would be. I mean, Young or Stroud would be pretty exciting. And I think I still some, think the it, it makes the most sense that the Eagles keep keep hurts uh, this year figure out i, I think you're most you're looking at her this year unless yeah, right russ gets traded i do think if it's russ possible. gets traded i do think it will be silly for being quite honest well that's what albert breer said right yeah but it's also that was, his, like, that was his educated guess he was like i'm gonna say philly at, at that being said i don't think he gets traded right yeah, i mean I ultimately like to, to me this is just comes down to like i think i just don't think how he's gonna let him slip through his fingers again and, and i think the eagles have patience and i think that they know that they're their best shot at the quarterback they don't want they don't want to, have to do this well twice. you saw on this these the, let's talk about the players real quick here you saw on the playoffs the chiefs bills game the only reason that game was so freaking good and so freaking close is because patrick mahomes and josh allen the week after that kansas city oh yeah Bengals. yeah, yeah. You see Burrow, Joe Burrow Mahomes, yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah, well, I mean, the, Eagles know, the Eagles know the that, that they need an elite quarterback, and I, and I think they'll be patient. And so for that reason, like it seems to me most likely Hurts and then a rookie. See, all these teams that, that are going to the finals, they aren't going with – or the championship, they aren't going with average quarterbacks. Like, no. you know, Nick Ryan Tannehill lost Lurie, in the first round. Lurie especially knows that too. Ryan Tannehill, first-round exit. 
They were the best. They were the number one team in the AFC. The Jimmy best G running. really didn't do anything either, to be honest with you, in the playoffs. Here's and here's the thing with the like, they're not going to do this. They're not going to who. They're not going to sit there and use three first round picks on defense. I hate to break it to anyone who's going to say they might not even either. use two. They might not even use two. They might use one and then a pick on an offensive player. So like we can come on people, but they're not going to take three straight defensive players. It's dumb. It's a weird use of assets, and it doesn't make sense. Like financially, because all oh, you're going to extend three big time players in the same year, kind of dumb. A three fifth year options on your books, kind of dumb. I think they're going to make two. But you said the Buffalo Bills and Chiefs. Buffalo averaged like 18 points. That's how many points they gave up per game. How, yeah, tell me how that mattered when they gave up 19 points in overtime in the fourth quarter combined. You don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, even the elite defense with quarterbacks. Two Two all Buffalo pro couldn't stop Patrick Mahomes with 13 seconds. Like, yeah, like what do we do? It like so had, the Eagles Buffalo know has first round picks at defense at on defensive line. They have big money contracts there. They have a, a you know a Pro Bowl linebacker, big money linebacker, two All Pro safeties. Yeah, the corners got hurt, but you know they look at all those talent they had, and they still gave up 18 points in like two and a half minutes. <laughs> so like defense can only get you so far. You need to have good quarterback play. And so, like, when people say, like, oh, you just you don't just need a quarterback. Well, if you don't have a quarterback anyway, you're not going to compete. You're not competing without a quarterback. It's not all that player. But you're not going anywhere with, like, with like you know, with Sam Darnold. You can't just put yeah. Sam Darnold with a Legion of Boom defense and say, oh, you can go to a championship that way. You can go do that. I agree yeah. with that. Even Jimmy G. Jimmy G's, like, 13th in QBR. So, if you use that as the be-all, end-all, he's, like, a B-tier quarterback. He's like a, average, a, a definition of average. I'd say he's above average. Maybe a little say, bit above average. I think he's a little bit above average. I wouldn't say he's not great. I would, like, would you rather have Jimmy G or Ryan Tannehill? Like, I think I'd rather have Jimmy G. I mean Jimmy G, but it also I think it depends on what you're surrounding every or uh, what you're surrounding them both with. Yeah. So like, a lot of a lot of when a quarterback you have when you have a quarterback like Jimmy G, you need to give him a good offensive line and good weapons. And you need a strong not like he throws it. Not like he throws it more than ten yards on the field anyway. But still, he's not a deep passer. Like no, and like there's Tannehill. Jalen Hurts is like he's like the perfect bridge quarterback because like he costs no money, and you know it's not like he's a like he's not a locker room cancer. Even though most bridge quarterbacks aren't, you're not going to see him pull a Teddy Bridgewater and try and not tackle Darius Slay. You know, one of those bridge type players. So I guess like, you know, the rationale behind sticking with Hertz is like, well, you're still not really your your cap is better, but you're not cap healthy. You're not like in a perfect cap space where you want to be. So like going with Hertz again, getting cap healthy again, or better cap health. And then, okay, Howie, Nick, identify your guy. We're gonna go we'll go get him and we'll figure it out from there. I mean, Nick and Howie have probably Howie, like Nick and Howie have great job security, so it's like they can they can play this game or like yeah they can play the you stick game. with Hertz for a year and, yeah no I still think they're gonna I, I don't believe them when they say like oh Hertz is the starter the guaranteed starter next year I really don't believe them when they say I that. don't think they made any evaluation checks I do think if Watson said if Watson's deposition yeah. next week if it's like okay, he's going to be able to play next year, maybe deal with like a two or three game suspension. And he says, hey, I'll come to Philly. If you guys trade for me, I think he's in Philly next week. And they only mentioned 2022. They never yeah. mentioned beyond. I agree. They, only, they, really no, they only, didn't call him a franchise quarterback. And he doesn't they didn't call him a franchise, franchise quarterback. quarterback. They asked him, hey, Howie, Nick, did Hurts do enough to he, start he did enough year? To, he he did yes enough to win the job for 2022 unless a veteran's brought in. But besides That's that. That's basically it. 
I think shout so. Out to, yeah. Shout out to Howie. He's had a great 365. He has had a good 365. I'll give it to him. So I think I think we all agree it's probably not like. I think we all agree. Yes, there's I a agree. chance it's going to be Hurts in 2023. Like there's a chance. But I think I'd say less than yeah. I agree. I, I think we all agree it's going to be somebody else, and it seems yeah. planned. It doesn't yeah. seem like it doesn't seem like. You know that this is like a. I think they're preparing to have a new again. quarterback in 2023. Yeah, I would put. But, I would bet on that. Yeah, so we had a pretty productive podcast today. Um, does anybody have any last minute ads before we close this baby out? I'll go last with my final thought. I think we right. know what it's going to be about. Final thoughts. We kind of heard Jay's, but let's I'm hear gonna, yours, Nader. I'm going to steal it from Nader. James Harden. Oh, come on, you are a 76er. That's Nader's true, whole but Twitter got, feed. I got, I got, I got more. I got more on that front at the end of this little okay. Okay. prayer um, circle of ours. So I was gonna, I was gonna get my little sermon on uh, Kirk Cousins going to Philly, but I'll just, no, I'll just we, we, nobody wants Kirk Cousins here besides Jay. I'll just, I'll just I didn't, even, I don't want, I didn't want Kirk Cousins. You say that. You say that. No, no, <laughs> I said he was an option. No, do you know how, how easy, do you know how easy Jay would talk himself into that? I have information oh, that so it'd, it'd be so easy. I'm not even gonna tell you that. No, because be. he would he would he would just talk like he would just bring the name. He to, can throw, man. He can he can he really can throw. throw. He, can, <laughs> he knows he knows how he knows how to say a catchphrase, man. He knows how to get big it out. Big body, bro. Hurts threw for like the Hurts' first game against New Orleans was like really not that great. But at that at that point, I was like, yep, he's good. That's it. I'm done. I'm ready. At that, it doesn't take uh, much. I mean, we are we are thirsty for good quarterback play. I'm desperate. I'm really. We we got we got a like hint of it in 2018 or 2017, I guess, and it just ever since then, man. We've been we've been blue balled by 2017. We, we got really blue balled. 2017, uh, 2013, and now and now how about how about this? And now that quarterback's going to be looking for a new home again. The, he who will not be named because yeah. Chris Ballard got his pants pulled down by Howard, by Mr. Howard Roseman. Yes, Sean Watson. Sean Watson, you are an eagle. Yes, Deshaun Watson's an eagle. Everyone's happy except for Nader. And Jordan Love's going to the Indianapolis Colts. Book it now. Carson Wentz is going to Tampa Bay. You heard it here. No. First oh, we, we could have. Jordan Love was a name to mention in our little. Wentz draft. is going to actually going would have been a good one. Yeah, if we had like five rounds. I like probably Love probably would have got mentioned. I, w- I yeah. was going to say Baker. We'll, we'll do another one in. We'll yeah, I mean that was fun. And by yeah. the way. For everybody, yeah, Baker's not a bad bad guess. I mean, for everybody, like I, the Eagles are sort of doing literally the exact same thing in their front office. Is just like putting names on the board, like maybe maybe fifty names, and just saying, does this guy? I mean, does this guy make sense for us? No, does this Fitch guy make sense team. for us? No, like all that sort of thing, right? So like this is like this exercise. And they started early, you know. Like they're like realistically, you don't. The combine is when stuff starts to pick up. Like they're going to talk to all these agents, not only about their clients in the draft and whatnot. But they're going to talk about their eight clients who are free agents or who possibly want out. Like Deshaun Watson's agent, he's going to be at the draft. I guarantee you how he's going to talk to him about it. Almost guaranteed. And That's try to get him to Absolutely. Him. There's going to be there, there. The Eagles right now, maybe not right now. It's a little late. Maybe, you know, pre dinner time discussions are literally sitting, you know, in a room with a whiteboard. And they're saying, this is what we have. This is who is out there this year and next year. Does that guy make sense, or does that guy make sense? Does this guy work better than that guy? And this, and they'll do this for months. They're going to do this for months, and they're going to do this next year. This is what, and then this is it. And they're going to do it for every position. They're going to do it for every single position. It takes a long time. It takes a lot of work to evaluate the NFL player. Yep, and, and the combine um, matters more 
because, and if we want to talk about the rookies, your eval just is not complete until you sit down face to face and talk to one of them. You know, if they sat down and talked face to face with Andre Dillard at that point, they're probably going to take him. So that's how important that that you know eval yeah. is. Face to face conversation upgrades a lot of stock for guys. So. Jeffrey Lurie loves a good story. Kenny, he'll be glad to find out Kenny Pickett grew up an Eagle fan. Yeah. Well, I had but, fun um, tonight. Think we did, and, did. and we're going to be doing, I think, I think the one I'm looking forward to the most yeah. is going to be the draft. We're going to do a draft one. We're going to do a draft. We're going to do a draft version of this where plenty we're of gonna, time to go until the draft. Yeah. We got it's two months two right. more than so two months. We're going to be picking the three first round picks. Yeah. So you'll probably, my you, guess you'll probably hear from us around combine time again. That's my guess. Maybe a little earlier. Maybe the going away party when Nader joins uh, Julian Lurie and Alec Halaby. I mean, as, uh, listen, Ivy if, League if, stars in the Eagles building. If Julian is listening, Mister Mister Lurie, Mister Julian, Mister uh, Lurie, and Mister Halaby, Prince, if you're listening, Prince, Prince Lurie, I've been honing my uh, analytics skills, and I think I'm ready to uh, join you guys and as a trio, we can be a trio of best friends, uh, me, Alec, and Julian best buddies we can watch movies together on the weekends we can uh talk about numbers and data and uh, i just want to be your, your friends How, how's that before we even get iron native 2023 yeah so that's my advice to learn and listen julian i mean if you want to if if this whole football thing seems like it's overwhelming i'm happy to take the franchise off your hands i you know you, you can still take the revenue i can be the owner per se so just as a psa to those listening i'm sure you see, I mean, they how, are, mad, uh, you see how mad people got when julian larry was at the senior bowl yeah that's not surprising yeah. max is signing off uh so so what did you have to say about harden oh or harden yeah i mean we logged off jay and i yeah if you, you guys listening you can tune out if you have no interest in the sixers but jay and i talked about this in the in the in the group chat but the people saying that the sixers Somehow lost this trade are are legitimate psychopaths. Like I, I actually ben was, think Ben wasn't going to play. This is a menace. It, 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 it to be a menace ben wasn't going to play for the team regardless. If you think this is a bad trade for the Philadelphia 76ers, you you're deeply unwell and need to seek help. Like guys, on what, Island. what are we doing here? I mean, like we were talking about Malcolm Brogdon and Jeremy Grant and Kelly Olynyk for Ben. Like, are we? Am I am I going crazy right now? It's it's James Harden, the, the best player. James best, Harden, the, the best player in a trade. The the, the team who gets the you best get the player best in a player. trade, the, you the, win. The, the 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 team who gets the best player no. in the trade wins the trade ninety five percent of the time. The the only way the Sixers could have lost that trade was if Tyrese Tyrese Maxey was involved, and literally right. anybody else on the roster was. Right was okay and they even kept thibault through it all and like, i still I, I think even thibault, if they gave up maxi i would still say you know what? it's possible right like it's still james harden it's still james like, like i feel like i'm like like take the sixers this year who were the five seed and 12 games over 500 and bead is the best player in the league replace seth curry in their starting lineup with seth curry but he can shoot and dribble and pass don't even attach a name to it. Just say like we're upgrading massively at the two guard position with a guy who is you're much getting better a top ten player in the Curry. league, right? Like even if you Seth don't think Curry. Harden is elite right now, you're changing, you're turning Seth Curry into an all star, right? Even if you don't think he's a perfect fit, right? Like Seth Curry has now become like fourteen times better 
So you're crazy if you think that's not automatically a win for a team that has the the best player in the league on the roster right now. Like 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 let's not overthink this. The the obviously there are downside risks. The Sixers this might completely backfire in their face. This might be a total disaster. You know, Harden might be gone in six months. Like I, all kinds of terrible things could happen. But ultimately, the whole point of this was to take Ben Simmons and trade him for the best possible player you could get back. The options on the table were Jeremy Grant, Tyrese Halliburton, and that's pretty much it. Dame Lillard wasn't around. But Bradley Beal wasn't coming. No Jalen Brown. Yeah. To be fair, like it also can it also can backfire on Brooklyn as well. Like oh, the whole Ben yeah. Simmons thing, it it it, it also is a like a bed a, a very good possibility that it won't work out. I, yeah, I don't Kevin think Durant it will. Is, just for the record. Kevin Durant is 30 coming off right. a, a can more consistent injuries. Ben hasn't right. played basketball since the summer. Um, since Kyrie, he passed up an open Kyrie's, dunk. Kyrie might just Kyrie could opt out and just not resign in Brooklyn. Uh, Seth Curry and Andre Drummond are one year deals. They're not, you know, how likely are they to stay? Seth's got an uh, extra year at the end of this one, but he he's gone in, in a year and a half. So you got you got two picks that are going to turn in, you know, to Nikola Kozlov, who plays in Serbia, who will never come over. Right, and one and in twenty twenty seven. By twenty twenty seven, Kevin Durant will be on the Lakers. <laughs> Kevin, yeah, and the Oklahoma City Thunder's first round picks are going to start coming out of fifth grade at that point. Right, yeah. Like, I don't even care about the Sixers, but it's just stupid. It's just, I mean, it's, it's just, just like, yeah. And like, this is like, you know, this is the classic Philly discourse of like prior to the trade, it was Ben Simmons sucks. You're not going to get anything of value for Ben Simmons. You know, why won't Daryl Morey just trade him for, I, I, I thought he should have taken the Halliburton deal. And I think Halliburton probably has more long-term upside than James in, in five years, Tyrese Halliburton, Maybe a better player than James Harden, but it doesn't matter. I mean, you have That's, Joel yeah, Embiid. If you get four years out of James Harden and you win one championship, you won. It's, Who cares? If you win a championship, it's oh, none of this matters. Right? I, I thought he should have taken the Halliburton deal because I didn't think Harden was available. And the right. second Harden becomes available and the Sixers get him, the national media goes, well, that's stupid. Why did they trade for James? Halliburton and, and, and he would have been a good trade, too. Yeah, I mean, I like and Halliburton. They, and they would have they found a way to say that they lost the trade. But and like the Nets did fine. Like if Kyrie yeah, comes I mean, back, and, we can talk you know, about Durant's the Nets. Healthy. I, like, I think on paper it makes a lot of sense. I don't, I, I don't think it works for them. But again, like I don't really care is the other thing. Like if Ben turns out to be a better player there than he was, it's irrelevant to me. What matters is that the Sixers have ideally three playoff runs. My my whole thing, my whole Martin thing, and with, my whole thing with the Ben thing is yes, he's tremendous. He's a tremendous defender. He could bring the ball up. But Kevin Durant should have – Durant should have the ball in his hands mm-hmm. 80% of the time. Yeah, Katie, and Kyrie as well. Kyrie as well. Katie should not be playing off ball. Kyrie should not be playing off ball. They can. They're going to put they're ben, great they're gonna put ben power forward. They're some of the best players in the yeah. world. Yes, but they shouldn't be playing off ball. They should have yeah, the ball I mean, in their hands that's 90% right. of the time. That's right. And like, and like Steve ben, Nash can make him a Mari Stoudemire. He just run, run, jump, dunk. You know, like, like I, I've heard Draymond Green as a comparison for Ben, and that's fine. The difference is Steph Curry and, and uh, Clay Thompson are literally the two best catch shoot players in the entire league. Right. Like, I also think, ever, like, <laughs> probably like, ever. Yeah, literally, but like, like, literally, Steph Curry, like, he is not a guy that's going to ISO at the same level as some of these i mean he does it obviously and he's quite good at it right. but like he, he's very effective just running around screens making his defender tired having them chase them around and just getting the ball and shooting as is clay thompson and so draymond green makes sense in that kind of role kyrie irving is not running around screens and waiting for ben simmons to pass to him in the corner and and shoot it immediately right, right? so 
to piggyback on, on what Jay just said with the whole like developing him into like Amari Stoudemire where he just run, jump, you know, whatever, dunk. I think out of 30, out of 30 NBA head coaches in the league, I think Steve Nash is the last one I would want to, I would want developing a player right now in 2022. I thought Ben's best location was probably like San Antonio. Yeah. Just because it's like a small market. Yeah. And it's like pop. So it's like, I feel like he could figure it out there. It's like, no. I mean, it would have been, Brooklyn is a massive market. Brooklyn's a huge market, you know? I thought, (laughs) I thought, I thought Golden State would have been his best scenario. Because that would have been that would have been that he that would have been his best that would have been his best location his best fit Golden. for sure right his I, best fit would have been Golden State because I don't want to while yeah. Steph should have the ball in his hand him and Clay are obviously the best shooters in the league yeah. what is dumb is the <laughs> the summer league highlights from his like oh come on yeah let's get that out of my face man <laughs> that's crazy that's that's a, Ben Simmons from 2016 like are we, who are we joking I do with? like the Ben 10 number I think that's 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 a, that's a that's a that's a point I, up for Ben I'll also say it is it is kind of funny seeing like we saw the Colts fans talk themselves into Carson Wentz oh my God. and and fall into literally the same exact traps that we did it is funny seeing the same thing happen to another franchise with another player who washed yeah. up in Philly like you know Nets fans convincing them well you know if he just starts shooting corner threes or you know if he's right. just aggressive getting to the rim or you know which if is, he just which is which like is, yeah we've yeah. been saying that it's like oh, literally can Carson for his Wentz entire stop, career can Carson Wentz stop rolling out of the pocket yeah if he just no stops pressure? playing hero can ball Carson if he Wentz, just stops playing yeah can Carson Wentz stop playing hero ball can Carson Wentz stop forcing passes like can, it's the same can he stop wearing the military sleeve plus it's, the black sleeve plus it's the, the same two gloves? Both, both both players play like shit and they're like, oh, why does everybody hate me? Why do why, why do they not want to play me? <laughs> yeah, Carson <laughs> Wentz and Ben Simmons are the epitome of that meme, where it's like it's, it's Eric, Eric Andre, Andre yeah. And yeah, it's like yeah. it's like how Ben yeah. Simmons shooting Ben Simmons, Carson yeah. Wentz, same thing. Why did why the, would the Eagles do this? Why would yeah. the Eagles why did, do this to me? Why, yeah. Yeah. why did and, the and by the way, media do this to me? Like I, you know, I don't I don't want to get too much into the mental health stuff. But the discourse on some of this mental health stuff has been yeah. just egregious and stupid. I think like there's been like, a whole flip. There's you know like there, you can you can make memes with, with yeah you, you can make fun of Ben Simmons for the last right. saying oh the like I think this is evil. pretty clear to me right like we shouldn't Mike Levin on Right Rick DeSantis had the good point that like anybody's take on the Ben Simmons mental health thing is wrong just by virtue of having a take right. but like ultimately to me it's pretty straightforward. This is a guy who had an epic collapse in game seven in the NBA finals didn't feel supported by his franchise for, for good reason, right? Mm-hmm. Daryl Morey tried to trade him, didn't have a good relationship with him. Right. He, Doc Rivers defended him all year, but you know, whatever if the comments, the point is he did not feel comfortable in Philadelphia. He said, I'm going to have a difficult time getting back on the court and playing with this team. And in front of these fans again, not because they are evil, mean people who should be, you know, insulted. It's because it's not the right atmosphere for me. That's fine. He gets to a new atmosphere He's better, right? Like he, this is fine to me. Sixers fans saying Ben is faking mental health problems. Crazy. Don't say that. We have no idea what the guy's going through. He had a lot of personal stuff happen in his family as well. He got to a new environment. They're more supportive. He feels welcome. He feels comfortable. Not surprising that he's smiling and, and, and ready to play basketball again for people saying it's the Sixers fans and Philly fans uh and and those guys making fun of Ben. That's the reason that's not true. He didn't feel comfortable with the organization, he didn't feel supported by the organization. He was scared to play in Philadelphia again. He didn't feel like that was the right atmosphere for him for whatever reason. He found a new location. It's fine. They obviously tried to leverage the mental health stuff to get him his money, which is 
probably the wrong thing to do. But at the end of the day, like, it doesn't need to have a take. It's fine. He, he said he had mental health problems. Now they seem to be cured because he's a new environment, a new working place. It's everything. It's like, why is everybody so upset about this? Right. To me, it I seems seen, very straightforward. I've seen a lot of people, like, when he was on the bench at the game, at the Nets game, and he was smiling a lot. I've seen a lot of people saying, oh, like, you know, he doesn't have mental health problems. He's smile like you could you could smile like you could it's have a terrible mental take. Health. Yeah, you could yeah. have mental health problems and smile like right. It, or it, especially especially and when when you laugh. got what you were looking for right. for the last eight months. Right. Right. Like it's like like you could still be going through something and smile or laugh once in a while. Like it, right. it doesn't mean oh my god, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm all of a sudden time, right? I'm I'm one hundred percent healthy. Yeah. And and and, so. and this goes back to we talked about you know J- uh, the Jalen Rager stuff a lot, but like. You know, Philly's a tough market. It's not the fans' fault that Ben Simmons doesn't feel like he has the confidence to play in this market. Right? This is the market. We care a lot about our sports teams. We support we support their players. We supported Ben Simmons, especially. There was a dude in the stands teaching him the form to shoot free throws. They were very supportive of Ben. Ben did not want to feel the pressure of being in Philadelphia anymore, and he left. It's okay. By the way, it's not the fans' fault. Right. By the it's way, not, I yeah. think the thing, the thing with that, too, is like, the whole Philly like community and like the sport, the fan base being, you know, so tough as it is. I don't know if New York is going to, is going to be much better. I mean, the, yeah, I agree. The only good thing there is that nobody are, there's no Nets fans in New York. Right. 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 But But like, I agree. There's a spotlight on him. There's there's a huge spotlight on Ben Simmons. Yes. The huge, yes. The, the fan base itself. Yes. It's not as passionate as the Philadelphia fan base, but the media attention in New York. That's right is much bigger, especially for a team that's and, trying to compete right now. Right. And if he's going, and if he's going to be doing the same stuff he did in Philadelphia, the media is going to eat him up. So I, as I they mean, did listen, here. Right. So I got some like, relevant Eagles news, by the way, guys, but we're discussing. I, so, I think I made my points anyway, so we can. So one Eagle sports illustrated reporter, you know, I'm Ed Kratz tweeted mm-hmm. basically Whatever, I don't know if it's sourced or not, but he said the Eagles aren't on Russell Wilson's list of teams he want to play for. Ben, Benjamin Albright, we all know, says, while well, you're correct on Philly, blah, blah, blah. It said that's not the whole list. Who cares? And then a fan asked him, hey, Ben, do you have any insight on why not Philly? Or, or better yet, is Philly trying to upgrade the quarterback position? And Ben said, I think they're looking at options. So, so I mean, yeah, I, I think, you know, I don't know how much stock. Basically what we've been saying. I mean, it's, it's not likely. Yes, it's, it's not. Un- likely. It's always been unlikely, and it's yes. always been like the unlikely was that Russ was going to say yes, and the likely was that they're going to look elsewhere. Yes, and if if Russ is interested, I'm sure they would be somewhat interested. But at the same time, for Russ, like I don't think the Eagles make sense for him. Maybe the Eagles. Maybe it makes sense for the Eagles. I don't think. I don't it think makes sense they. I don't think Wilson. that this, the Eagles make as much sense as like Tampa Bay. You know? Certainly not this year, right? Like eventually next year, honestly. But like this year, it doesn't really make sense for anybody but Jalen Hurts or a rookie. Oh, Which like is what we've been saying, like right? Like I feel like I feel like Philly makes sense for Jimmy G because it's kind of like sure, sure. West guys, Coast guys who need a shot, right? Like guys who need an opportunity to guys, yeah. prove they can I, elevate I, an offense. I don't know. Not, this is not, not sourced. Rushed. Yeah, this is a, this is a, this is a shot in the dark for me. I people like mentioned like Washington and Carolina as like options for Jimmy. I don't think – I don't know. It's just what kind of how I feel the situation. I don't think San Fran is going to ship Jimmy somewhere where he doesn't want to play. I think they resp- – I think they kind of – it's kind of like Matthew – it's, it's not like Matthew Stafford because he played like forever in Detroit. 
But like, you know, Jimmy led him to a Super Bowl. He almost got him to another. I think there's a mutual respect between them. They're basically just going to say, you know, it didn't work out. We tried. It didn't work out. And maybe they'll give him, you know, hey, Jimmy, where do you want to play? You know, would you want to play here? Yes. Would you want to play here? No. Okay. Like, the other I think thing I'd add to this discussion I, is that Trey Lance is a potential on that, that that draft list that we were talking about, potential option for the Eagles. Later down, though, I don't think he leaves, but it's an option for sure. I just don't think he's very good. That's all. To end it off. That's, 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 that's another topic. To James Harden is a Philadelphia 76. James, to wrap it up, Jalen Hurts is probably the starter next year, but maybe he's not. Ben, James Harden is a sixer, and Ben Simmons is a net. Will this all work out? Who knows? DeJounte Murray is a San Antonio Spur. And Kirk Cousins is a Minnesota San Antonio Spurs. Kirk Cousins is a Minnesota Vikings. Hey, 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 the Spurs are tanking. Finally. Good Lord. I've been saying that for years. I said that when Jalit Okafor was a 76er. So that's how long I've been saying we should just tank. And Marcus um, Mariota is a Washington commander. And Marcus Rob Mariota Manfred is probably, is a- honestly, I think he's an Indianapolis Colt, which is really freaking funny. Oh, if I can't Mariota believe we didn't talk about Wentz. I can't believe we didn't talk about what we did. We did a that's little how, bit. We did a that's little how bit. irrelevant this man is. R.I.P. Bozo is all I got to say on the Carson Wentz. <laughs> like, that's no other comment. What I'm going to say is we told you so. <laughs> we did tell you. We, we told, yes. We're always we, right. By the way, we're we always told right. You. right here did, behind the birds. And so did our good friend Bryant McFadden. Brian also said that Yo, he, he, he ripped he, Carson Wentz. I was on that Carson, pod, and that was Carson. and that was early into the whole Carson Wentz like struggling he was still thing. Of, he was still he was still Eagle, starting. Like yeah, he was still starting. No, this he, early this 2020, mid 2020. Yes, this wasn't even before. This was, this was before, like January of 2020. This was 2021. The, this was before the Packer game where Hertz uh, Hertz came in in like the second half or something like that. No, that was, was even before that. No, it was. I'm pretty sure it was before. Who didn't show up to that? Me, I was another. Yeah, it's insane. All, All right, team. That's that's us on the Behind the Birds podcast. Yeah, let me do some I've, more. I've been your man, Donovan. Philly Eagles updates. The man without the K. The best host in the game. Your favorite BTB member. The best one. Anything else for me? How do you Nothing. kick this kid? All it. That's been. Kick him? That's All been. Ju- that's been Justin. Justin. <laughs> like my government name. Justin. Jason. <laughs> Justin, Nade Shot, Nader, Nade Nader shot. and Dog. You, you can call me uh, James. James, okay. James G. That's what I'm calling Jimmy G if we trade for him. I'm calling, James. I'm calling, him, straight, I'm calling him straight James G. James Butler Harden. Is that his middle name? Right. No. Oh. Oh, God. Someone, Donovan, edit this out. Edit, All, right. Edit this All, right. out. All right, we'll see you guys. Go, Birds. Kirk Cousins is a Philly, <laughs> an eagle.